commentator, the number one commentator. If you watch oh. IPF Worlds, you'll you'll recognize this voice. He is the King of the Lifts podcast host, and you run that crazy Instagram account for them. Yes. And you are a IPF Worlds lifter yourself. Yeah. And it's funny, your your first um, remote interview, and I'm like an hour and a half away. <laughs> that's true. That's oh my true. God, is, are you actually? You well. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Fun. All the way from Guelph. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the uh, NBA games when they're like, all the way from Brampton. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hit the threes. <laughs> That's so oh funny. God, a different world. The time zone change. Yeah. So in order to get on our podcast, you actually have to tell an embarrassing gym story. Is it so, a gym story? Uh, gym or meat story. Yeah, or a meat okay. story. So here's, here's one, because I, I got you guys email and I was thinking about it. <laughs> and um, I mean, I had, I think probably the most embarrassing, because when it comes to like a gym story, if it's at the gym, it's nothing too crazy because, I mean, it's at the gym. So you're kind of like, ah, enough, you know, who's going to, whoever sees, it's going to be a small pocket of people, maybe half a dozen. But when you're doing like the commentating for the IPF Worlds, it's like your entire community, right? Like everybody's watching. Um, so when you flub something, you're like, oh my God, like everybody sees or hears it. And then if you flub it bad, I mean, it could be, that could that could live forever. Um, so. Yeah. So it's a little nerve wracking. And this is one of the big flubs. Okay. So 2016, um, the world championships was in Texas. And one of my mentors at the time was Martin Flett, who, who had been doing commentary for some years. And he taught me a lot of the rules in commentating, um, as well as like the crew was like their professional TV crew. So they know what they're doing as well. And they gave me tons of notes and got me ready. But one of the things, so Martin did a lot of good. Like he caught me up real quick on do's and don'ts with commentating live on the air at that level. And, um, but one of the things he told me that I found out the hard way was like a bad idea. And this is probably the only thing. I don't want to bash them in because he did a lot for me. But he said, I said, like, what kind of research do you do walking into a session? He's like, I don't do research. I just go in there and I call it like I see it. I got you. Okay. But he's, I was like, but no research. He's like, no, 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 no. Because you're going to start getting biased. You're going to start. It's going to be in the back of your mind if subconsciously. So no research. And I'm like, all right. Sounds like that kind of makes sense. To an extent. Like he, the way he said it, it was enough to convince me. Yeah. Uh, and, was, <laughs> right? and here's the thing. I um like leading into this, I hadn't done any commentating at all. This is this is kind of wild. This will never happen again. This oh my is god! Time period moments. Like I didn't do a local meet. I didn't do a provincials, a nationals. I didn't commentate ever on any <laughs> level. It walked into the IPF World Championships commentating. That was gig number one. That'll never happen again. <laughs> they like now, but this is 2016. Like timing is everything. Like in life, when you get in there at the right time. Um, but now they're like, so they're way more strict. Um, and it wasn't just because of me. They're like, wow, well, shit, we're not going to do that again. But- no, you did it. You did it. You're the one there just like, this cannot happen again. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, wow, that blew up in our face. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, um, so he said, yeah, don't, don't do no research. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll- I guess that sounds like logic. And I was commentating in, um, 
I didn't, it was one of those age group weight classes that I wasn't familiar with. And um, so I'm watching and the person was from like a region of the world that doesn't have a shitload of social media. 2016 too, we didn't even have a lot of like quote unquote stars in powerlifting yeah, yeah. that were like, if you had, you know, 20,000 people on Instagram, that was, that was bonkers yeah. for, for, at the time. Like it was, yeah. it was much different. Um, so, I mean, I just started King of the Lifts 2016. Like we didn't have a lot of like infrastructure, I would say on social media that we're used to now. So finding out about people and whatnot was a whole lot more. See how I'm like trying to minimize what I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're I mean, trying. Like, I don't know I if you're succeeding, but you're trying. <laughs> but, um, so I totally, this one person, I was like, wow, you know, he's really having a banner day. You know, it's great to see somebody come out of that region of the world on a day like this. It's almost like they're coming out of a party. The rest of the world gets to know who they are, you know, and, and this is like a star is born today. And and I was, I thought I was doing the, like bumping them up. Big yeah. up, my man. And he'd be like, <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, I had a banner day. And then afterwards, people are messaging me be like, man, man, you know that was the defending world champion, right? Like he's <laughs> been here. Like, like, he's like, he's been putting it down. And I was oh, like, oh no. my God. Who was it? I don't want to say because I'm going to look like, oh, I don't want to. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, fine. We'll let you off the hook, I guess. <laughs> the people want to know. <laughs> but it the was, people, uh, we're the people. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was, man. So after that, I was like, never fucking get never always again. do your research it's the moral of this story i closed that's i mean that's embarrassing i but i like <laughs> slammed that door shut so now though that um <laughs> like with king of lifts i like all the reposting and all like the preview shows recap shows for all these competitions it'd be really hard to fly through under my radar and me not to know could but it's very like i have people now that help out that like shoot me hey have you seen this person from like all over the world there are certain sections of the world their social media is not great but there are people from all over the world shooting me video of lifters being like, you gotta watch this watch this person mm-hmm. whoever it is like they're coming they're on the come up there's like that one girl samantha eugene 17 years old from france and and um like a sub junior from france and people like keep your eyes out and she's like deadlifting what would be a world record in the juniors and stuff like now we hate the juniors here we hate but, them yeah, <laughs> I think if you watched the last episode, those listening, Garrett Bentley said how much he hates sub juniors and juniors yeah. because they're just so much better than opens now. It's crazy. So we hate sub juniors. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> the, the next generation, you you can't like what what's going on in in 2016 where you could fly under the radar and creep up on people. Like, oh my god, here's another one. Get okay, this sounds silly. Now this this story didn't age well. <laughs> At 2016, Randy. You know Randy, Anna. Randy. Yeah, I know was, Randy. Randy was with me with King of Lifts doing the podcast and, and repost. And he was telling me, <laughs> he, this is really going to sound silly. He was like, <laughs> there's a girl. We got to keep our eye on her. Her name's Jessica Bittner. <laughs> that voice, though. That sounded like a Randy voice, too. <laughs> and he was, like, he was like, trust me, man. She's a big deal. I'm like, all right, yeah, yeah, okay, cool. But I'm yeah. like whatever there's so many there's always so many people you gotta keep an eye on and and he's like no man seriously we got one you know we being canada we got one and i was like all right man relax I was like, so i'm doing the car and i'm not like i'm just like reposting the people that are already it 
right? Um, yeah. Like, I, again, you learn lessons to watch who's coming up, like these juniors, sub-juniors. And freaking in the IPF Worlds, they're live. I watched her win the world championships with the final deadlift and smoked it. And I was like, oh, my God. I remember messaging Randy being like, holy shit, dude. A Canadian just won the world championships monster deadlift. Her name's Jessica Bittner. And he's like, <laughs> my fucking man, I've been telling you for months. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Randy did his research. I know. And I was fluffing it <laughs> off. I freaking so – Anyways, you live and learn, but now it's really hard. It's a lot harder. Um, On the flip side, though, I think if you're on the come up, some people, like, you get a lot of attention ready or not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You could be, seven again, 17 years old, other side of the world, barely. Like, I don't know how good her English is and everything, but now all over the world, that community knows who she is and is checking out her lifts and Man, yeah. when I was 17, I sure as shit didn't want everybody looking my way because I was probably saying and doing a lot of silly stuff. <laughs> yes. You don't need to speak English to be strong as hell. So very true. <laughs> very true. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's it helps for sure. Yeah. So why yeah. did you start King of the Lifts? Why? Yeah. Um, because initially, so in terms of like 2016, going back again, we didn't have a lot of like infrastructure on social media, like powerlifting on social media has grown. Like we love social media, powerlifters. We, we <laughs> yeah. our sport, like before Instagram and whatnot, there are other sports like Olympic sports that were ahead just because they were Olympic sports. So they'll get some mm-hmm. highlights here and there by like the major, you know, news, like sports centers and whatnot, like all around the world, but powerlifting would not. But then when social media came around, their sports just don't take to social media like powerlifting does. You could do yeah. a full meat recap, like what white lights and nine for nine, those highlight videos are fucking dope. They look like movie trailers. Yeah. <laughs> right? Seriously. They're they could make an average lifter. You t- like an average lifter could repost it for all their friends and their friends like, oh my God, that looks amazing. Yeah. Like, like so I wanted to do I wanted to give us like and I by us, I mean powerlifting, somewhere where we can go and we have like our ESPN and our sports center and we can have like you can follow somebody from around the world training and leading into a competition and then you could follow several people leading into that competition so it's head to head so you could see two people oh these guys these guys are on a collision course and I'm showing you John Hack and I'm showing you Brett Gibbs and they're gonna clash and they're gonna clash with the world champ now you're getting excited oh yeah it's like a tv show 100 you like, like follow this. your like favorite people and you watch their life through yeah. lifting it's cool it's, it's like a reality right and then and then you can start posting like who do you think's gonna win what do you think's gonna and you or you know how how about we have them both on the same podcast and they kind of we we had like just stuff like that to make it juicier right and yeah. then other sports had it we did not and i was like no. Fuck, we could have that People will get excited and people, it'll, it'll mean more. Like when I watch certain sports, if I don't know the people I'm watching, I don't have that connection. And if yeah. I'm just sitting down trying to get in, like, why am I cheering for this person? They're, no, I'm true. an Olympic, I'm an Olympic junkie. And sometimes like when the Olympics are on, I'm the guy watching like pole vaulting. <laughs> <laughs> I say that embarrassing. Maybe that's my most embarrassing moment. Pole vault is hard. 100%. It's, she said something else, like, I don't know. There's some um, of those sports, like archery. That one's a little rough when it's on the TV for me to get it, into. It, but it's it, still hard. It's it's tough. Here's the thing. 
if you told me like this this guy or girl was like the champion, took some injuries, some personal things in life came their way, and they're this is a big comeback story, and they're mm-hmm. a huge underdog, and it's yeah. gonna come down in that archery, it's gonna come down to that last shot, and everything is on the line with that last shot. The crowd. Oh, I'm gonna be watching. They pull back that um that string bow, whatever the fuck they call it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and the arrow is 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 ready to fly. It's all about the story. Fuck, man. Right and that's like, powerlifting I, on Instagram. It's a story. Yeah. 100. It's all about the story. So then I wanted to help give people stories and tell their stories to make people care. And then when I got on to commentating, continue the story. Continue the narration. You know, Anna's coming back from injury. And she's like, this is her. Well, <laughs> like, hey, for the woo! fifth time in three years. <laughs> you know, give people that. So that's really why I started like King of Lips. Give I the saw, people that. Give them what they want. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, I mean, I wanted to have give us a platform. Yeah. We're, so we're when you good. post stuff, I've noticed on your King of the Lips account that guys versus girls, the comments on your account are so different. I find that the, whenever you post girls, whether it be like Steffi Cohen or whoever, you get some rude comments about the girls more so than the guys. Why do you well, think that is? What are they? What are they saying? Like, there's <laughs> always like she's cheating. You rarely see that with guys. It's like she's doing this. She's doing this. It's almost like there's a bunch of guys who just over like. They marginalize women's achievements. And I've noticed it on your King of the Lifts. Like the girls get way more hate than the guys. And I'm wondering if you think if there's any reason for that. Do you think guys are just jealous? Because I, you do post the strongest girls. Yeah. No, I think for for sure there's like, it's always going to be insecurity if you're going at anybody. Um, it depends. on. I don't know if girls get way more hate because if I post Sean... There's some people. If I post Sean Noriega, yeah, he he wins for the hate. I agree. Man, it is. <laughs> oh my god! Because, yeah, was, there was a while they were like, I couldn't post Sean's bench. Like it was just not a like he knew people would be tagging me in his bench, and they're like, Why aren't you posting this? And I'm like, Because it's not going to do him a favor, even though it should be. But Sean was like, Now he's turned the corner. He's like, Man, post it. I think it's hilarious. I post him. In like his last bench, he's an 83 kilo lifter. He bench pressed five. Oh yeah, that was insane. <laughs> the dude got 600 comments though. It, like they, he was getting, it was it was insane. And then um, because he's a sumo dead, my man shot. He's a sumo deadlifter. <laughs> the wide stance squat, the sumo, and the no range of motion bench. <laughs> people, people like so. If I post his deadlift, people like. Sumo doesn't count. Sumo's cheating. And they just go out. They try to take away his lifts. When I post his squat, same deal. They're like, his feet are so spread apart. And it looks it looks kind of weird. I know the way he squats. It just, it's just the mechanics of his body, though. But yeah. it, obviously, the guy's like a world-class lifter. But people talk about him like – like people are trying to give like that's a shit squat. It's like, no, my friend. It's <laughs> obviously not. Uh, like this is just the way his levers are. But – um. I think it is to go back to your question. Anyways, uh, I don't know. Like Sean's on all three. Some people have a lift that people pick on, and some people Sean for some reason all three of his lifts don't pass the social. Everyone media. hates them. Yeah, yeah, they don't. They don't pass the standards. They go in. People, yeah. people like will start their comment and they'll be like, "Wow, that was really good," but yeah, like they but. they can't they can't just leave it at "Wow, that was really good." There's always a but. 
Yeah. And I feel like that's like a common theme that is in like life too. Like yeah. people can't even compliment someone without being like, but it's like, yeah, she's really pretty, but yeah. like, why can't you just leave it? <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah. Especially <laughs> on know. social media, I feel like everyone has something to say and like everyone feels like they can criticize or whatever they feel like they're doing over a, like behind a screen, you know? But it, like, would you say that to them in real life? Like if you watched the squat, would you be like, hey man, that was really good. But you know, yeah. no, that range of motion doesn't count. Like yeah. what? It is. It is. Uh, yeah. You're 100% correct. It's almost like when you're driving in your car um, and you, like people get that road rage and they'll like say shit and get super mad but if you're oh God, face to face there's something about the face-to-face connection where when you look at someone's eyes you know like man they're they're a human just like you yeah all yeah. of a sudden you're a little more forgiving like are you really gonna trash this person right now like yeah. you, even not even just the avoidance of confrontation which i think most people are like yeah i'm not gonna get a confrontation over some squat it's not that big a deal <laughs> so if you really like it's not that big a deal and even on the flip side of avoidance of confrontation even just recognizing this is a person who just like you's got to face their day, whatever's going on, you're just going to get up in their face and start talking shit and down them. Like you would probably be like, man, I've, you'd feel bad. But when it's, when you don't see it, when you're still a 60 second clip, it dehumanizes them. Just like yeah. when you're driving in your car, they're just a car that passed you at that point. So you could flip them off and go fuck yourself. True, you have that, like, I'll never see them again mentality. 100%. Or maybe never really see them in real life. So in real life, like, yeah. I'm going in. And it's, um, yeah, no, man, social media is, is, it's tough like that for sure. And it, also people do the old, like, well, they're on steroids. They're all on steroids. Mm. Oh my God. Yeah. If someone's stronger than me, they're on steroids. That's a Definitely. big one. Um, all the girls get it. Russell, Russell or he, for sure. Yeah. Everybody is like the, my man is Jack. My man is, but there are dudes who are – there's 7 billion people walking this world. There are people who are freaks. Jessica Bittner, she's – like She's know, just like an athlete. You're a freak just she's so you know. She's just an athlete. Like there's some people who are just meant to be athletes and people refuse to admit that just because they weren't blessed yeah. with that. They're like, no, there's well, no way. Jealousy is an exactly. ugly trait, right? Yeah. It's, it's, I think it's, in, it's, it's 100% it's insecurity. It's, yeah. it's, it's not them. It's 100% that person. Like I think – if there's something that you saw that doesn't make you doesn't make you feel good about yourself, there you already had it. You already yeah. weren't secure about yourself. So when you saw that, you it's it's something there that was before that is nothing yeah. to do with that, and you're going in. Yeah, and, it's not uh, even about the person that you're attacking. No, you're probably like that in other aspects in life as well. If yeah, you, for if sure. If you follow that person around their job or their other relationships, real relationships, they probably deal with insecurities like that they lash out and that's the people i do think though somebody said a stat about like this is probably i think it was like i don't want i'm, I'm gonna mess up the numbers but you get the gist <laughs> of it um some like 80 percent of those comments are gonna come from two percent of the actual engagement and views etc mm. and you're far more likely to give a negative comment than a positive People oh, yeah. in general, when you leave reviews on Google about a restaurant, oh, or whatever, yeah. oh yeah, that's so true. You feel more emotionally attached if you feel negative. Yeah, if you feel positive, you just like and yeah. keep it moving. Mm-hmm. But if you feel emotional, usually is because you're pissed off or, or or insecure or whatever. So when you read the comments, sometimes I try to tell people like, look at of the. I, I remember I posted one girl's uh, bench, and she had a big arch. 
same old bullshit. People were like, <laughs> huge arch, range of motion police came in, whatever. And, um, and she was getting trashed. And I was like, this is early days powerlifting, like early days king of lifts. And I was like, do you want me to take that video down? Because that's not why I want to post it. I want like people to mm-hmm. get big up. And yeah. then she, and she was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And I was like, hang on a second. I noticed something. Took a screenshot, sent it to her. Jen Thompson had liked the video. Ooh. And then she was cute. like, she was like, fuck it. Keep that video up. That's all I need. Yeah. And, and, and that's it where you're like, and then it put things in perspective where it's like, don't listen to the vocal minority. Cause there's other people watching. Like there was like, I, one of the other things stats I showed was like 30,000 people watch that today of the 30,000, you got 20 comments. That is a fraction. Yeah. Of How many of those 30,000 went, God damn. How many of those 30,000 were young girls who were like, I want to be like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And she That's was like, good perspective. And then, I love and that. Jen Tom- and Jen Thompson, I mean, she's the bench press goat. Um, right. liked it. So she was like, yeah, f- fuck those haters. Keep it up. 10, 10, 20 people, 30, 40 people. Who cares? You know, gives yeah. perspective a little bit. But I am, I do see it and I do like, there's some people I want to throw them on there and social media can turn into like a cesspool at times. People are going in yes. and I'm like, fuck. Do you ask people for permission before you do it? No. No? <laughs> I don't. I've never run I don't. I don't care. I'm just wondering. <laughs> no. I um I have I've posted and some people have said uh can you take it down like I've happy and I'm and I'm, I'll never have a problem with that no mm-hmm. nothing hurts my feelings um so I've I've taken it down and it'll be like uh usually like very usually if some if someone's getting flamed I'll take it down myself but if it's just here's what I usually do in terms of um in terms of deleting comments and shit if it's personal that shit's getting deleted if it's yeah. over the top. Like I've had someone in the comment section, I posted like a, a 84 plus girl and sometimes people are cool mm, and sometimes yeah. people are immature and not. And this one dude, I was deleting his comments and then he said to me in one of his comments, he's like, why are you deleting my comments? You know, I messaged that girl and told her and went and said like he went off and I'm like, obviously you're, you're fucking getting blocked and blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, damn man like now i gotta if i'm gonna repost this person i'm putting her in the stories so she doesn't have to deal with that shit but it's like mm-hmm. i don't know man it, it's it's very that's that's the total opposite of why you start something right yeah exactly. but that's also what i'm saying is like an 84 plus girl will get roasted oh yeah and a 120 plus not as much for a man not as much no. like it's true and yeah. i just like i like why that's do you think difference. that is why do you think people hate more on the women in powerlifting than the men? Like in terms of being overweight, it's even just That's like a societal sure. thing. Like women get way more hate think, for being overweight. Yeah. I think oh, like it's because women like we're supposed supposed to be. I say with air quotes, yeah. um, like small. these small, fragile things. And when we, you know, go against that, it's like, oh, I don't like that, or like you're threatened by it. it yeah, I. I think in terms of like, um, yeah, there's different things I see. They're 100%. When it comes to like body, uh, the women get it way worse. Like there's there's going to be, you know, dudes who are going to get it here and there. But it nowhere near as badly as like in terms of ratio. I don't know why. That's true. 
like dudes will get it for other things, but women, it is definitely their bodies. Yeah. And I don't, I think it's, it is a societal thing. Like, yeah, for sure. If you're a big dude, a big, strong dude, even if you're like, you know, chubby or like straight up fat, you, um, yeah, it's not nowhere near as viewed or, or judged or, you know, not, not as bad. You might get the odd douchebag who will say something, but women, I don't know. Why do you guys think it is? Do you think like historically I, what I do like in terms of a change? Cause I remember I'm, I'm older than you guys. And, um, I remember when I was in high school, like no girls lifted weights. And if, if a girl lifted weights, like they, uh, girls themselves, even not even that long ago, girls would start lifting and be like, I just, I don't want to get too, too manly. That's still a thing. I still hear that. Yeah. I I don't hear it as much as I used to, Mm -hmm. but I like, there are people changing trends. Like you guys and power lifters, like now, like thick is is in, and it's like you know, there, there was a time where like, because I've always been attracted to that, right? And um, there was a time when like, for a girl to be told she's got a big butt, thick legs was an insult, and they'd be yes. like, yes, yeah, and that was bad. And now it's like fucking oh, like the bigger the better, and, yeah, it's like you know, so. The trend is, it's, I mean, still there because there's an older generation that still perpetuate that. But for sure, um, I think powerlifting and social media are starting to kick down that door where we're changing what we think about. It's slowly but surely. Um, but yeah, man, I remember it was way, it was real. Like there was no girls who lifted. I remember when I first started powerlifting, it would be like, it'd be crazy to see a girl at a competition competing. That was like yeah, my first meet. I was shocked because I had been told before, like, you'll be lucky if there's five other girls than you. And I was like, okay, like, that didn't really scare me away personally. But when I went there and there was like 10 out of like 50, I was like, oh, it really doesn't feel like a girl's sport. But now you go and it's like half and half. Yeah. It's and, awesome. And, and here's here's something different about powerlifting that's unique. Um, in other sports, the like the women's NBA, the women's equivalent in hockey, um, like, uh, you know, baseball, I'm not sure what the women's equivalent is. Like they're struggling in terms of support. Um, but in powerlifting, the women's, I, I hype a showdown, do a preview show people not only do the women, cause there's more women in this world than men. If women back their like their divisions, fucking you're set. Mm-hmm, but yeah. men, men are suit are like like are a crazy hype for the showdown with the women's sports as well it's unique with powerlifting like we have that that's another thing that powerlifting is like very progressive with in terms of like how we view women in their bodies they're still douchebags but it's still changing in terms of like like uh like lifting weights and whatnot um and then also like in terms of support and watching these women compete like the 72s at the world championships in sweden might have been one of the most hype there was it, when we were commentating, there was somebody who wanted to commentate. And we're like, sure, which which session do you want to commentate? They're like the 72 women. And um, I was going to give up. <laughs> I was going to give up a spot, my spot, my seat for one of the sessions, one of them. And um, and I'm like, which session you want? I, I could take a day off. All right. Like I'm, I'm grinding and I'll take a day off. Which session you want? She's like 72 women. And I'm like, no, no. Not a fucking chance. <laughs> <laughs> 63, 72, don't touch my spot no, during those months. Yeah. I'm like, oh, 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 I bet you want the 72 women. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fucking yeah. chance. Like, um, it's uh, so like, I, it's good. I mean, it's it's a good thing. But yeah, it's there's, 
I don't know why. Why do you guys think? Why? Why do you guys think that a other sports don't support the women's divisions and maybe like because women don't even need men to make those leagues profitable because there's a like I mean there's a lot of women to, to if all the women did why do you think women don't or, or and men don't support those other leagues what do, what do you think Empowered I think it's because the like you just know when you're watching a sport like unfortunately biologically men are just better at sports mm-hmm. they have more muscle like that's just how it is like if I'm watching a hockey game I played hockey my whole life I would rather watch a men's hockey game than a women's hockey game because it's just a better hockey game. Like that's how, what I think. So when you're thinking about trying to grow, you know, the female sports industry, it's hard because people want to watch the better sport. Yeah, for sure. Cause it's entertainment, right? Yeah. And then entertain, the more entertaining something is, the more viewers you get, the more money you get from ads. Like, unfortunately that's how like the world works and that's how people make money. Like I don't know how many viewers you're going to get on a, like on an average woman's hockey game, like you're not going to get very much. Like I'm not tuning in personally and I'm a woman, but is that, is that my fault? Like, is that my problem? Like maybe more women need to back, back women. Like maybe I'm like the hypocrite here. I don't know. Like it's a big thing because you just, I've learned my whole life. Like there's no professional women's sports really. Like, I mean, there's like tennis and stuff like that, but there's very limited. But like, I do wonder like, what if, you know, there was, well, we'll stay with hockey. What if there was an NHL team that was just girls? Because that is very competitive and, you know, you can get into it. So it's like, would you still watch? Because it is like, you know, competitive in that sense. And there is like at the end, you know, the Stanley Cup and all that kind of stuff. But how so like, would women's, a women's team face off against the men's team? You can't. No, no, I'm saying like. a league. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So if, you know, there was NHL for men, there was NHL for women. They're not going head to head, but like they're going against each other. Then would you feel like, yeah, I want to see that? So they do have that. We just do don't they? even know what it's called. Yeah, because we, yeah. Don't, we just, we don't care. That's, that's like the it's the, That's the problem. There definitely is that. Like 100% I know there is. I don't even know what it's called. It's like WNBA, but for NHL. Yeah. That's, so. yeah. Here's, you're right. And here's, here's something that's interesting that I've noticed. Um, for the individual sports, like I'm not, I'm not a big hockey guy, whatever. I'm into um, like boxing and MMA mm-hmm. and, and, and powerlifting. And in MMA, women's division, like obviously everyone knows Ronda Rousey, but yeah. even Amanda Nunes and, um, and they're progressive. Like Amanda Nunes is, is, is a lesbian who's, uh, wife or girlfriend is also a fighter and like they're very progressive right mm-hmm. checking all the boxes and she can she can headline a pay-per-view and then tennis individual sport um, like I don't know the ratings but for sure you can have stars and it's it's better off than this hockey league we don't even know the name of mm-hmm. so do you why do you think maybe in and, and then powerlifting is individual sports as well and in terms of comparison of star power the women you can have women with t- huge followings and everyone knows who they're in comparison to the men for sure. So, and their showdowns are just as dramatic and exciting. Even if the men, like a 74 kilo man is going to lift more than a 72 kilo woman. So like you were saying, well, maybe it's the comparison people, people want to see who's, you know, performing at a higher level in direct comparison. However, the showdown itself of the 72 kilo women, I, I didn't care if there was a man who's the same weight lifting more. That was, you know, so what do you think it is with perhaps individual sports that makes it easier? Because I've noticed these individual sports, like women can kill it. Could it be that background story that we were talking about earlier? Maybe. Like you get to know the lifter and like you want to. Or the tennis player or the yeah. swimmer yeah. or whoever it is. Yeah. When yeah. you're 
Yeah, when you're, you know what? When you're on a team, yeah, you're not an individual. It's harder to have a team story, right? Yeah. Well, one person on a team, but I'm going to see you like how many minutes of this game and it's, yeah, maybe that's it. Because the storyline is deep. Yeah, I feel I feel like on Instagram, the female powerlifters and like weightlifters, like we can talk Maddie Rogers, like those kind of people who are enormous. And I think it's because on Instagram, you get the girls following them for like motivation and like, I want to be you and like, I want to be your friend. And then you also get the the creepy guys. Not all of them are creepy, obviously, but the girls can also like play up both genders or sexes however we're talking here I don't know um but like whereas men powerlifters I feel like a lot of women maybe won't follow as many men as men would follow women just because look at look at women powerlifters like especially the big ones they're freaking jacked like they're hot and if you're a guy who's into lifting you bet you're gonna follow them just to stare at their butt when they're squatting like a (laughs) hundred percent there is no way that you can explain to me that that's not what happens for some, yeah. a lot of their followers. So I think that's no, why. No, true. I don't follow yeah. many, like, male powerlifters unless I directly know them and I want to cheer them on. Like, I'm not going out of my way to watch a male powerlifter that I've never met. Like, I, there's not – it's just not, in my opinion, relevant to me. But I will follow women mm-hmm. that I've never met and I'm just – I look up to. So Really? So you guys – do girls not um, – Girls don't follow dudes if they think they're like shirtless and hot. Be honest. I don't know. I don't like for me, I guess maybe people who use Instagram more for that. Like my Instagram is more businessy now. Like I probably used to all the time. I'm also in like a long-term relationship. So it's not like what I'm really looking for, but probably like beforehand, like I probably followed more. I don't know. I feel like (laughs) I'm like so bad. I like compare everybody to Nick. So, I mean, like, I'll be like, well, Nick's doing this and, like, Nick's doing that. So then if they're doing less, I'm like, I don't care. Like, <laughs> I'm going to be the best very honest. Like, I, I do, like, I really do high, uh, hold Nick on a high pedestal for, like, powerlifting. But there are definitely, like, people that are better. And I know that. But it just, I don't know. I'm not interested. And to be honest, the really, really strong men, for the most part, are the, like, 120 plus. Like, you know what I mean? And, no. I'm the, oh, I don't want to say this in a mean way, but like, I'm not like attracted physically that way to them. Yeah. So like, I'm not going to follow them for that. I'll follow them to be like, well, what are they going to hit next kind of thing? Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, not in an like, oh, he's hot without a shirt on. So I should watch that. Do, do some girls, do you know some girls who do follow some dudes because they're hot and they yeah, lift for the sure. Yeah, definitely. For sure. It's a thing. Yeah. Are oh, you yeah, it's a thing. This? It's a thing. Yeah. Are you asking this? So you know, for you. Like, I'm interested. You're like, oh, I guess I'm going to post more shirtless pictures. You're now. like, time and to get abs. Yeah. Guess what? This sweat is coming off right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if this is being posted on your podcast with girls who watch, that's hilarious. Here we go. Oh my God. <laughs> but it is, it, well, I mean, because it is interesting. Like, girls, when I think of creep, I think of like a dude. Like, when I picture. Yeah, like, right? <laughs> you never think like a creepy, like, it's never like a girl is in a dude's comments and it's creepy. It's just kind of like, oh, she's hitting on me and like they like it. But then if a, if a dude is hitting, or like, well, yeah, hitting on a girl or being creepy, you're like, oh, creep. Like, yeah, yeah, it's true. It is true. And and you got like, man, you got dudes like um, Charlie Dixon. That man is jacked up. Oh yeah, he is. He, and he has a long, his... Does he have long hair still? He had like the Thor look going. Not anymore. And is feeling it. I, I was like, I like yeah. Thor. I love me some Chris Hemsworth. Like no, oh, really? no, Taylor knows that's my like obsession. Yeah, he's he's okay with it. 
<laughs> he's okay. he's accepted it. So yeah, yeah, he looked like Thor for a while there. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess if girls, so girls do follow yeah. for a guy who's like just not as much. It's it's not as prevalent. You know, like do maybe it just depends. Also, like what you're um like what you're into. Like I feel like girls that are kind of more like physique based might want to follow those men and that they find attractive because it's like, well, I like seeing that whereas like for me i don't care really what you look like um i think dudes are more shallow Is yeah, that true? yeah i, I agree yeah. yeah they're like the extremes are there for but sure there's for always sure, like on the average yeah. on average i would say there's always outliers because i think dudes are more attracted to women based off of what they see and women are more attracted to men Based off of like a connection, connection, right? Yeah. Isn't that what they say? Like, I don't I know what they say. <laughs> I don't know if there's like a science behind it. But I'm pretty sure there's been research, like surveys. Think, yeah. Well, like men it. marry for looks, whereas women de- like don't marry for looks. Like that's what the people say. Men marry for looks. They yeah. can, men are always thinking this is like going back historically, like evolutionary. Oh, biologically. Yeah. Men are like, which of these women is going to get me some prime sons? Because that's what men's or men's men's men. <laughs> that's what men's men. Oh my god! <laughs> I quit. I quit. That's what men did. Evolutionary, like they just they mated for their yeah. sons. Whereas we're looking for somebody that can. Uh, well, we're looking at somebody who can provide for us, take care of us, take care of our family. Like, like that's that evolutionary kind of yeah. for women. So yeah. I think that's yeah. just going back. Like to, we're like, looking for that safe feeling. They're just looking like. You know, who can you know, spit out the cutest baby? Like, yeah. <laughs> who, who's going to give me some, like, football yeah. player, like, level baby who's so athletic? <laughs> football baby. Yeah, football baby. Like, that. I feel like that's what men kind of think. Do, and they do, don't know that they do. Yeah, I was going to say, do, like, it might even be biologically inside that you don't even know. It's like a <sighs> you're fighting against your, your natural instincts. Yeah. You got to be like, all right, man, she's hot, but I got to, like – you know, think about this. Under like, moral compass. Yeah. Like, is this a real connection and, and whatnot? Like, it's, yeah, maybe it is like that. And there's obviously going to be, this isn't all dudes, this isn't all girls, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. You know, you got to say those things because people are like, what the shit? Yeah, but, like, uh, I'm delete, block. <laughs> but it definitely does um, probably impact in terms of social media. I think you're 100% right. How many people yeah. follow, like, Steffi Cohen because she's good, but they also think she's hot and she yeah. is hot. So then you'll have so jacked. What's that? <laughs> She's so jacked. Literally, like, cool. like in so. like I can't even. Like, like even guys real. can be like, "Yo, I want to look like that." You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. And, sure. and, and she is like, she's super jacked and also like she's pretty too. Like yeah. she's so, and she's like one of the greatest of all time. So she's yeah, checking yeah. all the boxes like crazy. Yeah. So it'll it. Whereas I think you might be right. Where like there might be some dudes who. Yeah, if women just aren't as impressed with like looks. If you're not hitting on, are you a good dude? Is your content like you could just be you could be a good looking guy but be a douchebag? And yeah, women if are you're, like, if you're not a good person, like I don't really care to follow you. Oh, uh, captions get me. If you're yeah. like I used to follow way more good like guy lifters, even like girl lifters too. Like I don't differentiate. If you have like an awesome lift, but your caption is super douchey or like I don't know like. 
weird. I'm just like, you're, no, I'm unfollowing you. Like some people just, I don't know why they choose to do like the types of captions they do with their lifts. Like sometimes it's super self-deprecating and I'm like, I I can't, like, I'm not, I'm not going to like read your self-deprecating comments all day down my feed. Like I just can't handle that. But it goes, I would say it goes both ways. Like it would go for women as well. Like I can't follow women that, you know, are like that either. No, I, I I don't differentiate. (laughs) When you mean self-deprecating, do you mean like self-deprecating humor being or they're just insecurely being like here's here's my dad haha like uh, or nothing special i think they're doing it to be like cute and get attention and then i and i just know and i unfollow like some people are like oh like had a really bad day today but you know i hit like 440 pounds for two and they're like would they weigh like 135 pounds i'm like yeah, yeah, yeah. i had a bad day you yeah. make me like oh okay. want to hear my bad day like i can't even tie my shoes so yeah, i'm just yeah. like maybe that's a me problem like i that could be a total me problem like that makes me feel insecure that they're saying that they had a bad day mm-hmm. but like I don't know. For me, I'm just like, okay, really? You had to put that out to your 100,000 followers who look up to you? Like, what do you think most of them are thinking when they read that? But it's true. And I think, like, for me, like, I definitely look for people that will um, portray themselves, like, genuinely on these platforms because they do have such an audience. And I think that they can have such an impact that if they're not using it for good or, you know, they're trying to, um, I don't know, portray, like, something negative, then, like, I don't care for it. It's it's true that... Like social media has crazy skewed what we view is um, average, what we view is exceptional. And um, I did a podcast with a guy who was crunching some numbers. And um, I'm an 83 kilo lifter. And there's, there's a, he was just, just for comparison, I'm going to use the 83 kilo numbers because I know I'm off my heart, but this goes for every single weight class. Mm-hmm. Um, elite, meaning like percentage wise, less than 3% of 83 kilo lifters. Uh, will will total 680 kilo. That's less than 3% in the world in powerlifting. And you have guys like Russell Orhe, Brett Gibbs, Sean Noriega, who are doing 800. Mm-hmm. So most people, so that means they are like, obviously less than 1%. They're like, it's yeah. 0.00000, like they're, you know, the, the tip of the spear. Yeah. But because we see them, and because they're featured so prominently, like on King of Lives, mm-hmm. but like everywhere, everyone sees them. Um, we think like if they're doing over 800 kilo totals, anywhere in the 700s is like average. If yeah. you're not in the 700 kilo, you're probably not even good. Yeah. You probably should feel sheepish. You probably should post your post and put a caption being, hey, no, that's so true. Oh, we did this. But because you, you feel sheepish, you feel like I don't want to get flamed. I know I'm not good. Please don't feel like if I post this, you got to knock me down because I don't think I'm anything. When in reality, no. you're, you're fucking elite. You're less than your top three percentile when you're like over 100 kilo behind them. That's everybody, which is crazy. Yeah. Like, I completely agree with that. Like I know like personally, like um, Anna will have to be like, I know that you're, you know, you're not Christine Castro or you're not Jessica Bittner. Like you're not these people, but you're still good like you you know like we yeah. compare ourselves to these people good. that are crazy you know what I mean like yeah sorry coach so like um but like you compare yourself to these people and because they're constantly in your face you're like well I'm like below below average like yeah. I'm nothing special so if yeah. I post something that I feel like yeah it was good I'm not gonna be like this was awesome I'm so strong I'm gonna be like 
yeah, I mean, I'm no, you know, Christine or Jessica, but I'm here. I'm trying. Like, you know, I feel like you're really good at being positive, though. Like, some, yeah, personally, some days I, you'll have like a bad day or yeah. whatever, but usually you're like really motivating, which is really I like, try. nice. And but I do think social media is really, you know, it's it is really hard place. Like even right now, like I'm sick. Um, and <laughs> I am experiencing a little bit of pain in my back and I'm watching everyone hit these numbers because we're four weeks out from nationals. And I'm like, man, like, I just want to go lift and I want to hit PRs. And like, I'm comparing myself to these people that are in prep and I'm not. And like, it's, it's hard. It's, de- it's definitely like, I think social media can be used good and bad. And like, that's definitely a bad aspect of it is that I am constantly comparing myself to these lifters that also have been lifting for five six years and I'm like what two years in yeah. like it's it's I don't know double-edged sword I guess mm-hmm. 100 I mean there's times when I think everybody said times when you you're gonna post like a set uh, a working set and you're like I don't even know if this is post worthy yeah. and it's not po- you have no idea if it's post worthy because if we when you actually look at the numbers like those tip of the spear people are like I said so not even we're not even talking one percenters they're like a fraction of that percent Mm -hmm. so you are probably so many times that set is going to be so much higher than all your followers all the people around you all your friends and family and and co-workers and whatnot so when you post that you you think like this isn't post where the other people like oh my god you know and they love your story like it's Nick, he always, he loves to, like, I'm like, like I said, I hold him high, but you know, I'll see his working sets and he'll be like, not much, but honest work or like, this is boring. And I'm like, dude, like, you know, but again, it's because we compare ourselves to, like you said, that 0.0001%, you know? Yeah. It's a skew, it skews it. I mean, on the flip side, this is, this is something else again with King of Lifts. People are like, we'll send things and be like, can you post this? And um, like, oh, good. I wanted to talk about this. Like, how do you choose who you're posting? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> um, especially leading into if it's leading into a big competition like the S- uh, the Arnold SPD Invitational, etc., I'll probably highlight some of the bigger stars leading into those. Um, just because, like any, we'll use football. If there's, I'm not a football guy, but if there's a big football game coming up, you're showing like analysis of this big game and whatever. This is yeah, what they like get it hyped up. Game. Right. This is what other sports do. So I'm trying to do the same for us. So we have something like that. That's fair. Um, so I seasonal it like that and hopefully help. And then right before, the week before, drop a, a preview show. Like I'll have the lifters who are going to be lifting in that event. If it's Worlds, SBD, US Raw Nationals, those are the big ones. And then um, so I'll have the lifters interviewing, take sound bites and stuff, and then do a preview show. And then afterwards do a recap show and maybe have some people on that one. So that's kind of what other sports would do. So that's what I want to do for powerlifting because we're not getting on those media channels. But then in the day-to-day, I try to show um, usually the tip of the spear lifters. Very rarely am I going to show less than the tip of the spear uh, just because, I mean, when I look at other sports, generally speaking, I don't don't myself care about – like I'm I'm a boxing MMA guy. I don't super care about the guy who's ranked 150th in in the middleweight division. Yeah. Who's – Kamara Usman fighting, you know, who's his next match? Who's his next title defense? You know, who this guy ranked fifth is fighting this guy ranked fourth. Oh, wow, that's a showdown. Tell me about it. And like mm-hmm. that. But if it's this guy ranked 25th, it better be an amazing story while I'm listening to this. It may be. Yeah. So same with powerlifting with King List where I'm like, someone's got an amazing story. They, they're not elite, but I'm like, hey, man, this is, this is a good story, though. 
I'll show it. Or someone has a crazy grinder. I just posted some kid, 15 years old, um, bench pressed like 350 pounds, and he's only 15. That's and um, he was so excited afterwards. Aww. He's like, yeah, he's like jumping around, like, and um, like that's a story. That's what I it, love. It, it, was, it, was, it made me feel good, and I was yeah. like, holy shit! I posted it, and that got like 150 comments, tons of traction. People like Lane Norton are commenting, like, "This is why we do this," and stuff oh. like that. And this kid, yeah, and this kid who's 15 in high school doubles back. He's replying to every fucking comment. You know what I mean? He's like, because it's so, he's reposting in his story. Be like, oh, oh you like made his whole life. Like, this oh, is, this is, this is a moment where like, um, like, man, in terms of King of Lifts, when I could do something like that for somebody, it fucking is like, that's, that's, that's why, why I'm doing it. Yeah. Well, yes. You, you just made somebody's day like that. Um, yeah. so that, so if it's like, you don't have to be world-class for situations like that. If there's a story or if there's like, you know, something inspirational and whatnot. So it'll be just like all the other news outlets. I, I try to pick the tops, the stars, and that's fair, right? Because um, no one wants the highlights of the beer league hockey. You know what I'm saying? You don't tune into ESPN for the highlight, beer league hockey highlights. But if it's some good storylines, let's let's pop it up there too. Or if there's a massive grinder and you're like, oh my God, tell me you would have thought this person would have got this this attempt and they're just grinding it out. That's going up as well. So that's really how I pick it. And I try to keep my – man, the thing is the world is such a huge place. And there's some people who hit me up like, why don't you profile the USPA drug-tested nationals? I get that a lot. Oh. Not the USAPL, but the USPA. Mm. And oftentimes it's exactly what I, what I just said. It's like if there is – tip of the spear lifting there i will i don't mean this is any disrespect to people there but the talent pool over there you can be a uspa raw champion drug tested mm-hmm. but you're probably gonna be somewhere like 15th in the usapl yeah. then i'm not probably gonna do a showdowns and do like when the raw nationals went around european championships whoever won i made a post like Leah Bavois from France wins the European Championship 63 kilo class. And I made a big post and like I share it out there. And then all of a sudden a bunch of French people are reposting and I get messages. How come you, you USPA drug testing nationals just happened. You made no, no announcements whenever someone won. And I was like, because that's not the tip of the spear. You know what I mean? And I'm not trying to be mean, but it's, I'm not being like people like you're a shill for the IPF. I'm like, well, fuck, I am on the IPF media team, but I do, <laughs> you know, but kind I of do. biased, but, but not anyway. really. <laughs> but I do, um, like, I'll do like untested because, you know, that's, it'll be tip of the spear. So if somebody wins something or breaks a record, I'm posting. Here's yeah. one thing with the untested. The, so because, th- going back to the tip of the spear, yeah. I have a fun question for you. Yeah. Who is someone that you've met, like at oh, Worlds or whatever, who is on the tip of the spear that you were like surprised by their personality when you actually met them in person, like good yeah, or bad? Obviously, yeah, yeah. you're probably going to say something good because you don't want to say anything bad. But is there anyone who surprised you? Nah, I'm going to say something bad. I just won't say their name. Okay. So, um, <laughs> you know, they, this. they say... Um, you know, they say like, you don't want to meet your idols, right? Yeah. And they're, t- because I don't, however positive they are on social media and the whole nine, sometimes when you meet them, you're like, ah, fuck. 
that was a bit of a but the opposite here's here's something that taught me a lesson when i was at the ipf world championships commentating um i met somebody that totally came off wrong and they came off like very cocky um we're pushing boundaries with the ipf media team even like coming in in our like we have a closed off space coming in our space where it's like Man, we are live across the world here, man. But they really were carrying themselves like, Mom, man, it's it's me. Like I, I I'm yeah, I, I get it. It's closed off to everybody else. Coming off like that. And like yeah, uh ugh. it was bad. And some comments like just in, in communication with them, it was it was like I got a really bad impression of this individual. And then and beforehand, um, did you have a good like you you had like a good feeling about them? Yeah. Okay. And and then so this changed it. Yeah. However, however, <laughs> so that's 2016. That was the first Worlds that I did. In subsequent years, as I got to know them more, they are, I don't know if that was just a bad day for them or what. It also taught me, so I thought in my head, that dude's a douchebag. Mm-hmm. Like, like um, he's just one of those douchebags. And then later on, I this dude couldn't be more humble, bigs up other people, pushes other people forward in mm-hmm. his social media and I'm like, it, it taught me a couple things. You got to sometimes give some people a leash and forgive them because I, I it made me rethink because because the next time I saw him was like a year later at the next Worlds. So I went like a fucking year looking at a post because he's he was a high profile lifter. He still is. So he'd be posting a lot and I'm covering him. So I went a year thinking this dude's a douchebag until I met him again. And um, it taught me like, don't hold people sometimes to your first impressions. Yeah. Who knows what was going on in his life at the time? He might have, you know, we usually do things out of insecurity. Whatever the fuck he was going through, he felt like he had to carry himself a certain way at the time. But that wasn't him. It wasn't the best representation of himself. Who knows if I've ever come off wrong with people. That's true. And mm-hmm. how many people say, like, oh, Ryan, I know. Yeah, I know, Ryan. I was at the, you know, I worked out at the same gym as him. But um, so I saw him all the time and you know, trust me, I know him, but it'd be like, like you guys probably know people that you see all the time at the gym, et cetera. But do they really fucking know you? Yeah. I knew you, yeah. Ryan. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, but like, dude, because we talk and stuff, but some people, they don't necessarily, and they could come, you could come off different. And sometimes I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try to like I, you get, I want to give people a leash, and I'm hoping they're giving me as long a leash too. That yeah, if I yeah. have a day, if I come off wrong, like I'm, sh- I'm sure there are times where at the World Championships, if someone like came up to me at the wrong time when I'm a little stressed, maybe a little short for time, we yeah. got a hard time for airtime. I got to get there, and I'm and I'm trying to remember some shit, and I maybe didn't sleep too well the night before. If someone stopped me, if I didn't come off right, I'm like fuck. I hope this person doesn't go back to wherever they're from and be like, yeah, fuck. I met him, man. He's actually a dick. Oh yeah, uh-huh. I'm terrible in the gym. I bet for like first impressions, like I'm always mad, <laughs> like in the gym because I mean I've been hurt for so long. Like I'm probably usually mad at some point <laughs> if I'm trying to lift something. But like also like in my opinion at the gym, like I don't want people to really talk to me. Like I go there to like get my workout in. So I totally understand that. Like I think there's probably so many people who think I'm like not a nice person if they've only met me at the gym or like like you said if they only met you when you were on day five of like you know 16 hour days covering the worlds you yeah. were just like what to them if they were like talking to you because you're just like so out of it like yeah. i totally could see well that. even in 
um, you know, you're my, you handle me at meets and I'll have my friends try to come back. Well, I, I won't have my friends. My friends just try to come back and say, hey, right? Like, and Anna will just be like full coach mode, like, get out. Like, you <laughs> yeah. are not allowed back here. And then my friends are like, oh my God, that's your coach. Like, she does not seem nice. And I'm like, no, like you caught her in a high stress moment. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, but she, you know, you can't go off of first impressions for sure. No, yeah, I'm bad yeah. at that with that. <laughs> I hate when people come into the um, warm up room out of, like who aren't coach or a lifter. I lose my mind. The vault. No, like full blown. Meets, they, that warm up room was like the size of yeah. this room, this like bedroom. And there yeah. was people coming in with like parties of eight. Yes, to no. say hi to you had like four people come in. Yeah, once. I was like, I was like, say okay, hi. say bye, and then you need to go. I was just like straight yeah. up like, hi, Alicia's friends, like get out. <laughs> yeah. it, 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 it's all because when you're handling, it is. I I sometimes feel like I would have more anxiety handling someone than if I was lifting because oh my god, yeah, I don't have control. It's the lack of control. You you want them to do so well, mm-hmm. and um and you have absolutely no control. You can't fight their fight. You can't, and you're like, oh my god, you have so much anxiety for them like performance anxiety for them. And if they, you, you feel like you let them down if, if they miss lifts or, and then if, if you're trying to keep an eye on, you know, who's lifting next, what do these, the competitors be lifting and um, you're trying to watch, you know, the the loading of the bar and the timeout. Okay. We're four people out. Make sure you're ready. You might have two or three lifters in the same competition. And, and if it's fucking chaotic, you know, it's it fits like noisy everywhere. Body not a everywhere. good time to meet like, <laughs> for the first time. Yeah. Don't come at me. Exactly. So then you're like, um, even if they're not coming at you, even if they don't even approach you, but there's too many people around, too chaotic, and you're like, now you're just walking around a little different. You got a sour look on your face, and you're like, fuck. You yeah. can people even if they don't approach you because they they get the vibe too. Yeah, bad the look on the face. They're, they're like, like, wow, that guy or girl is it comes off like an asshole right now. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's not me though. Man, even you know that's just that situation. But even um, in day to day, they're like periods of everybody's life where, you know, if you get caught on the wrong time, that's why I, I don't know, man. I try to, I try to keep, I try to be as forgiving possible. Look, there are times with King of the Lifts where I've had, I get so many people sending like messages. Can you post this? This is good, and I think that's a good thing because yeah. I, I don't, I can't keep my eyes everywhere. So mm. I need, I need help. Like other people scout for me just out of the goodness of their heart. Other people, they get nothing mm-hmm. out of it. I'm not even reposting them. And they're like, have you seen Anna? Blah, blah, blah. And they, she'll, they'll they send, right? <laughs> and um, so so I'm like, man, thank you. And sometimes I'll shout them out and be like, look, these guys are like giving people from all over the world exposure. Other people send it themselves. And that's good. Sometimes it's like, okay, oh shit, you are tip of the spear. I'm going to post it. Sometimes it's not. And that's cool too. No harm asking, right? Mm-hmm. I don't ever make somebody feel any two ways about asking. Other times, some people take offense if they send, can you post this? And I don't. And I've had people send something. Assume I'm not going to read it because I won't read them all. It's freaking, it gets like overwhelming at times. Assume I'm not going to read it. And then the next message was like, man, you know what? Go fuck yourself. You <gasps> fucking just get laying into me. Uh. Being like, um, I, you know what? I went on to your personal account and then they got a little like, you know, personal on me too. And then um, I'm like, oh shit. Can you imagine and, if Starbucks that- drive-thru employees were like that? You know, when you're like really tired in the morning and you're going through the Starbucks drive-thru and you're like, and the person on the, whatever it's called, is just like intercom is like, hi, good morning. This is Anna speaking. What can I get for you to brighten your day? And you're just like, 
can you not like talk to me? Like I'm like, can I just have a coffee and none of that cheerfulness, please? Thank you. I'll drive up. That's that's good. And then you get up. Imagine if you got up to the the uh, window and While they you were, were like, through. I went through your Instagram and honestly, yeah, honestly, like <laughs> that hairstyle is like Ugh. not not okay. Or like, what if you went up to the window and they were just like, here's your coffee or like something because that's basically what people are doing to you. Yeah, yeah. They're times- just like bashing you because you like i don't know aren't into something or like whatever it's you can't please everybody this same dude so i wasn't gonna keep i wasn't gonna check it out until i seen um like you know what you see in the suggested messages or like when it's a message not from uh some of your friends with it you see like a first few words Mm -hmm. and only and i the first few words were like like all four letter words and i was like oh let me read this i shouldn't have read it uh, let me read this. And he went in and then no shit. I like scrolled and saw the deadlift. And I was like, oh, fuck. But my man's got a deadlift. On uh, Kid you not. Fucking reposted it. Fuck it. That's and hilarious. the dude's like, you reposted that. And he's like, he's like, I'm so sorry. I never thought you would have read it. I wouldn't have said that if I thought you were going to read it. I thought you would. You never read it. Because he's he had, when I scroll up, he had been sending uh, videos. Oh, no. And then um, and I told him like, Hey man, fuck it. I, I take no offense. Here's the, here's the thing. Again, it's not me. It's them. Yeah. It's, it has nothing to do with me. I don't take it personal. And one thing, another thing that I feel with King of Lists, I never wanted to be, if I don't like someone, I don't post them. It should be a, it's got to be bigger than me. It's not my personal account. Mm. So mm, that's it, a really good attitude to have. It doesn't matter if, if they're mean to me, if they don't like me and we don't get along, I have to still post them. Otherwise, this turns into a personal account. And that's not yes. why people are there. It's got to be bigger than me. So yeah. that's why I try to always – I've had people go on other podcasts and talk shit about something I said on like our podcast, a preview show, whatever. And then um, they tagged me. Didn't think I was going to listen to it. I listened to it and they're like – like, they, they just thought like – I don't. they tagged me though. But then they they probably thought, well, he probably still isn't going to. So I messaged me like, okay, I'll give it a listen. And then they're like, ah, shit. Oh, no. I don't know if you want to. And oh I was my like, God. well. And then I just replied back, it's all good. I'll, I'm still going to repost it. It's cool. And they're like, really? And I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Um, it, it whatever. Uh, it is like, it's not, I can't take personal offense, man. It's got to be bigger than me. Yeah. I got to take my ego out. Speaking of personal things, we're going to finish off with a fun little game. Oh, that no. is personal. So we would just like to say that we appreciate your Instagram and podcast being called King of the Lifts, but we think Queen of the Lifts would be more appropriate because realistically, who's in charge? The king or the queen? The queen. So <laughs> we're going to call this Queen of the Things. So we're going to, I'm going to give you a, three things and you're going to tell me which one is the best, which one is the queen. Okay. Okay. So squat, bench, or deadlift. Which one is the queen? This is a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm. 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 <laughs> 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 I'm gonna go with the deadlift. Okay. Here's here's why. Here's why. If you were to ah fuck, but okay. So <laughs> for most human beings. Like in terms of like how much force your body can generate, um, and this is just straight up like a force being the amount of mass moved over distance, the deadlift is probably going to be the biggest factor. So how strong are you 
not over the course of a day, three lifts, because we're talking about one lift. If I could pick one lift and I'm going to put a machine up to you to measure how much force your body can generate, it's it'll, nine times out of 10 be that deadlift. Yeah. There'll be a Ray Williams situation where it'll be a squat, but nine times out of 10 it'll be a deadlift. Here's another yeah. thing. Of those lifts, it's the most genuine, authentic. It's right off the floor. Yeah. You're not unracking it. You don't, there's, you unrack a squat. It's a little unnatural. You unrack a bench press. Um, it's just straight up dead weight on the floor. Yeah. So not only is it authentic and genuine, but you get a true, it, it calls into question who is the stronger person. If someone has a monster deadlift, so their body can generate far more force in one single output in one single feat of strength. However, somebody else over three lifts, they're better rounded. So they're going to have a better total. Who's actually stronger? If a scientist is like, I don't give a fuck about the sport of powerlifting, I want to know what human body can generate more force. It might not be the guy with the bigger total or girl with the bigger total. It might be the individual with the bigger deadlift. That's a good call. So then the next one is going to be, do you like liquor? Oh, hey. Oh, oh hey, okay. hey. Whiskey, rum, or vodka? What's the queen? I got to go with vodka because I think it's oh, better for macros. Uh, not taste wise uh, okay taste -wise. wise taste wise let's do taste wise i think i'll go with whiskey all right okay that's a good call i hate rum i so. hate vodka so that was I like vodka too. I, okay. I hate vodka too i'd go with gin actually if i okay. could oh. macro wise okay. macro wise is friendly okay cool i didn't know that okay pizza burgers or tacos um tacos is out um pizza and burgers is a toughie Mm -hmm. like so hard <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you straight up if you told me i can only eat one every single day for the rest of my life i'm a i'm a side with pizza oh, because i feel like i could eat pizza any given day you could different toppings you could do the same burgers different toppings but toppings greatly change a pizza yeah. different than they do burgers in my book however having said that the greatest of pizzas made by the best of chefs is still fucking pizza mm. you know what i'm saying but yeah. But you go to a high-end restaurant and get a Michelin star chef to put together the greatest of burgers. Oh, the difference can be Russell or he's total to the <laughs> 3%. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So that's, that's a tough question. I think you're going to go with pizza. I feel like you're stronger – reason was for pizza what do you think i say i'd say pizza i'm i had pizza last night and i'm having it tonight i'm a big pizza girl oh I'm, i love pizza i had pizza last night too i'm gonna have it again today so <laughs> let's go pizza okay last one who is the queen of the lifts if you had to pick one female power lifter who you think is the queen of the lifts who would it be we talking current or greatest of all time Ooh, ooh, I think current. Let's do current. Can I get both? Yeah, let's do both, actually. <laughs> Sorry, call. I just want to know both. <laughs> I think currently, um, in the untested division, I'll do tested, untested. Mariana Gaspar Ryan has the biggest Wilkes of all time, 720, which is fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. She did that head-to-head -head with Steffi Cohen at the U.S. Open. And that was like one of the best showdowns like leading into it. And then it delivered right down to the last deadlift. Steffi Cohen hit like 
I think it was 698, basically a 700 Wilkes as well. What those two girls did was absolutely, it's one of the best showdowns I've ever seen in, in all of powerlifting. And I've been, I've seen a lot of powerlifting. Um, so for her to win like that, like that, she's the queen. Having, however, in terms of um, for the untested, um, although like I'm a huge Steffi Cohen fan, people call me like a Steffi Cohen dick rider, which I'm not sure how I feel about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> oh my God. She's like a hundred pound woman. I'm a 200 pound yeah. Steffi Cohen dick rider. But, um, <laughs> um, but because of, I like what she's doing in terms of um, like her content like she's funny. She puts out funny content. She puts out like educational content. She's one of the greatest lifters we'd ever seen breaking. I think she's at 26 world records all time. She's been in so many showdowns, does not shy away from a fucking showdown in the untested division. You have, it's not like the IPF where everyone's going to end up at the world. So there's no hiding in the untested. You could pick your competitions, attack the Wilkes record in, but dodge the, the actual competition you could, cause you could, they'll take world records set at any competition. Whereas, mm-hmm. you know, cause they don't have that one premier event like the IPF does. So you see some people breaking world records at all types of meets. Steffi Cohen will go and lean into that comp. Where's everybody going to be at bet. I'm going to be there. So Casper Ryan is by the numbers. She's the queen. And I, and, and, and she too is a, is a beast, but Steffi Cohen um, like she's like charismatic. I had her on a podcast a couple times. Here's another person that does not, did not big time at no point in his doesn't big time. Nobody. She lives up. Like she's mm-hmm. one of those heroes that you're going to meet her and be like, Holy shit. <laughs> um, for, for the tested, I would say right now, um, the girl that's got me excited and pushing boundaries and pushing limits. I think Amanda Lawrence. Okay. Ooh, yeah. Amanda Lawrence, and uh, in, in, in a couple of reasons, you need a good dance partner. Otherwise, mm-hmm. look, you got you got people like um, Heather Connor who are doing just shattering. Like she's got a great personality. She's super funny. Um, she she checks all the boxes as well to be like charisma, amazing lifter, um, the way she carries herself and everything. But in terms of competition, she she's Muhammad Ali with no Joe Frazier. Yeah, she just goes out there and beats everyone. Right. Like when I watch, like everything in between is phenomenal. Day of, when I show up and buy my ticket to watch the NBA game, one one team beat the other by 50 points and the game was, I'm leaving by the fourth quarter. Yeah. yeah that, that, that's not how sports, that's how you become a star in sports. It's It's a shame. It's not anything to do with her. She can't do nothing about it. Amanda Lawrence, not only is she um, just crushing weight. She's so pr- young too. Which is another Crazy thing. Young. Yeah. Crazy young. Um, and she's like, like her personality and like, I've had her on the podcast as well. And she's very personable. She's very like accommodating. She will do podcasts. She will reach out. She's not shy on social media. Yeah. She, she'll go in, and, but she'll do it. She's not, she'll never get overly personal on people, whatever, but she's out there. She's um, a phenomenal lifter and she's got like the social media backing and she's got like charisma and personality. So, and she has a showdown with Daniela Mello. Yeah. That, I'm so world, excited. that <laughs> one-to-one competition right down to the last on body weight. Uh, passing yeah, that back was world, crazy. They passed back world records, like a volleyball back and yeah. forth. They freaking, um, I mean, it was, she is Muhammad Ali and she has her Joe Frazier. So, so that's why I'm are Steffi Cohen. Like, I know you said not Steffi Cohen by numbers, but I think you think Steffi Cohen is the queen. Yeah, you, you think 
You think I'm a Steffi Cohen dick rider. <laughs> Maybe a little. I think that was a five minute like monologue on her. Yeah, she there. has like a shrine in his like yeah. bedroom, like dedicated she's not behind to you. <laughs> she's my wallpaper on my computer, but that's uh, my phone. <laughs> so Steffi Cohen, Amanda Lawrence, those are the queens. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I love this. This is great. Please plug yourself. Where can the people find you? Um, so King of Lifts on on Instagram, YouTube, and uh, obviously on the podcast, like all different audio formats. We're on all of them. So you can Spotify find and stuff, everything. Spotify, Stitcher, awesome. whatever Stitcher? the heck. You can, you can find it. So basically just King of the Lifts. Okay. Um, pretty much everywhere. And I'll... Um, I do the commentating. You can catch me at like the IPF World Championships, and um, there'll be some others. I don't know if we're announcing yet that I'm commentating at them, but there will be some other big events. I don't want to say too much because I'm I'm gonna let them say it first. Okay. Um, I don't want to get in trouble or nothing, but uh, yeah. So you can see me commentating in, in basically King of the Lifts. Awesome. Listen, thank you for having me on. This is oh, a good thank discussion. You. That was such a good conversation. We're, we're glad to have you on, Ryan.